1: You are watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gabriel Marenzi. It's Friday, and Urkel is not on television tonight, but we are. Marenzi and Cam Stewart. Mick Ossie's going to step up and in uh, on patrol. As uh, you know, people talk about law enforcement; uh, they're not all bad, including Mick Ossie, who uh, checks in from the squad car once a week. And uh, all kidding aside, I loved last week, Cam, when you you just said to a point blank, "You're like, yo, Mick." Why are you always calling in from a car? Like, you, yes. like, like you're, you're never like, at
2: home? You weren't like impressed never with like, the camera work. And you were like, why are you always in a car? <laughs> That's the thing. Like, if I was calling into your radio show, I'd try to not be in my car. I'd try to be at home or, you know, in a room or whatever. But you're right. He's always on the move in his car. I don't get it, Gabe. I, I, just, I just don't understand it. But He lives in say. his car. He's not like Gary like, at the Meadowlands. Yes. You're right because he is. We, we've we come to the conclusion that's his home. Yeah, we've come to the conclusion <laughs> that he lives
1: in his automobile. Yes, I think Brian Rowe does too. I think our boy Rowe Rucker's Row. Rowe, Rowe's, Rowe's living
2: in his car, car, car. too. Oh, geez. Uh, it's a lot
1: of You See, like, like, imagine, like, listen, you and I aren't known for like, being like, uh, you know, you and I are Martha Stewart, right? No. Put it this way. Rowe. Yep. You and I combined couldn't make uh, the same mess that Roe does in the back seat of his car.
2: I gotta be honest with you, Marente. You've lived with you like, if you like your little piles. If you're saying, <laughs> yeah, got is piles like, of crap, yeah, that's what you do. I go, I don't mind the mess, Gabe. Just keep it in one place, but it's always a little pile here, pile here, pile. Here. You love your piles, but you're telling me rowe has got old bugles in the back. He's got like chocolate bars yeah. in between the seats. See, yeah, we should problem. know. We should know, Cam. <laughs> We should note
1: that your kitchen is probably like 200 square feet and 140 square footage of it right now is being used with empty beer bottles. <laughs> Excellent point. You're right. I went, to, I, went, I went back to the beer store and the it's thing is, I got to plan my trip. You <laughs> literally <laughs> have like, it's like a warehouse. You have like cases it is. Of here. It's literally, I'm not even exaggerating, guys. It's like taller than me. And I'm 6'3 type stuff. 6'2 and I'm 6'3". I was standing there, and I'm like, dear God. I said, this thing is like, it's like as tall as I am. It's like Cam's got like seven feet of empties. Yeah. And not one stack, guys. Like you would no, really, mag- you, mag stacks. you could like put that on a forklift. Like, you know, you need to crate the
2: wood and the forklift. Oh, that's what I be, do when I go to the beer be, store. Be, get the pick it I up. need the carts. Like, Two carts or three carts? Usually, you're supposed to just have like one or a half cart. Gabe, I have to plan my trips to the beer store because I don't want to be—I don't want to hurt other people and inconvenience them. It's like a half an hour job, me just unloading the bottles. But I get like seventy bucks <laughs> back, right? So, I, so I'll go like everyone goes like, I a get like a single can.
1: Job. I go, I go probably all sweating after.
2: You're sweating after and everything. Like, I am, and the guy at the beer store is like, "You want any beer?" I'm like, "Yeah." What do you think? I just brought you seventy five dollars worth of empties. Yes, I'll take forty eight to go. That's a lot of. That's a lot of empties, man. Cam's, Cam's got Actually, they're piling up big. They're piling up Cam's, again. I got to go back. Yeah, Cam's got it. Well,
1: yeah, our our viewers and listeners are the best. Some of them, and uh, you know, some of them live in their car. What's wrong with that? And uh, no, we're just we're just kidding. Roe is very very successful. He went to Rutgers, Rutgers University. Yes. Um, yeah, that's all right. Sometimes um, so, when he's feeling it. That's oh true. yeah, no. Roe's a sharp gambler. So if you're just joining us right now, it's been craziness across the board. Twenty eight players on Clemson, twenty eight uh, members of Clemson's football team and staff uh, have coronavirus. Uh, we'll get into the RBC Heritage. We'll try to find some value if there's any value left. Game time decisions. Radio continues. Level two, two, two. I am Renzi. We're throwing it down with a raging redhead. Cam Stewart. Mick Aussie, the crazy Aussie, will step up and then we've got another round of AFL football to bet on. Uh, it's, it, AFL football is a fun sport. It's, um, it's easy to bet on. It's easy to figure out. Like it's point spreads and totals. So it's not like confusing. It's a very simple concept it's an entertaining sport the games are pretty quick too it's like two hours two hours and 20 minutes or whatever it's sort of like watching an NBA game it's, it's very it's a fast paced the, the sport is fast paced like the clock keeps going all the time the clock just keeps ticking so it, it's a like fast paced it's a fast paced um you know the pace of the game itself is fast but the viewing experience is fast and it's good too because it's on in the middle of the night it's on in the middle of the night for the late-night Degenerate Gambler. Sports fans looking for some action. So, Mick Ossie will join us. We'll run through the card. Last week, there were some monster upsets, guys. Monster. We'll, we'll, we'll explain gambling to you a little bit when it comes to uh, the AFL as the odds makers are aware about these um, these uh, monster upsets. We'll, get, we'll save that for yep. Mick, though, actually. I think Cam will find it interesting what, what we'll share about how Big discrepancies between the point spreads and the money lines.
2: And the uh, I, exactly. That's the first thing that I noticed, Gabe. I'm like, wow, yeah. a 32-point favorite, but the money line's low. If you gamble, you could figure it out, and they know that's just a well, sport. Normally that they're scared of an underdog winning. That's the thing. Normally,
1: it doesn't matter what sport it is, Cam. A point spread's a point spread, right? So, like, yep. if a college basketball team, if Duke is 32-point favorites against NC Central. The money line is going to be pretty much the same thing as Alabama being thirty-two point favorites against Middle Tennessee State. It's minus thirty-two, like the math, as you stated. In AFL, it's like yeah, they're minus forty-two, but it's only minus three thirty on the money line, exactly. and it's like they rope you in because you're like they're forty-point favorite. I'm going to put them in the money line parlay. How do they lose? Every damn week they lose. They, they lose. Like, you yeah, always yeah. that parlay buster. It's in trap. that sport.
2: No, well, that, that league is got traps, traps, traps yeah. minefields. Like you got to be, be careful. Man. You got some crafty
1: Australian son of a bitches. Right? Even the Aussies. That huh? some guy sitting there is rolling us in. They're chewing us like dingoes. dumb Americans betting on the AFL. They're laughing at us. Same time, the sitting continues. <laughs> Game time continues. I am Renzi throwing it down with a raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. So, the, a lot of stuff has happened over the last uh, couple of hours. Clemson, Clemson football, 28 uh, members, uh, athletes, and staff members test positive for COVID 19. Toronto Maple Leaf superstar Austin Matthews test positive for COVID 19. Five Philadelphia Philly players test positive for COVID 19. Three staff members, they shut down their entire facility. In uh, Dundee, in uh, Florida, the Toronto Blue Jays, right down the road, shut down their facility. We expect the Toronto Blue Jays positive uh, test to be announced uh, shortly. The Tampa Bay Lightning have to shut their facility down. Three players, two staff members um, there. Notice there's a pattern here. Florida, 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 Florida. Florida. And now word on the street is NBA insiders are already reporting that NBA players are getting freak the hell out by saying this and understandably yeah. so Cam. if you're an nba player yeah. you're thinking so you're sending me into this place <laughs> yeah i don't know in another thing right now the NHL's not happening bro i i'm gonna i'll bet money the nhl will not be able to physically pull this off i don't think they can it's too much of a contact sport there's too much work to get done players are gonna get it too much i don't think the nhl can do it I, that's my my opinion Cam.
2: So you think? Do you think baseball will come back before the NHL? Because baseball today—you got the Phillies, you got the Blue Jays, you got other scenarios. And this story just broke. Why baseball they won't a play. We, exactly. We said this three months ago. MLB considering bubbles. There's been in a, so a this bubble already. That's, we talked about the bubble in air. We had all these solutions. I don't understand how to Oh, now host they're host considering a bubble now? That, yes, yes. It just, <laughs> the just broke. I was just going <laughs> to add it to my cast. It's like, guys, have you not like tuned in? Like me and you are two, we're two jokers, sportscasters here. And we told you about the bubble scenario. Why wouldn't you do it from the get-go? I don't even know what the hell's going on anymore. Wow. Stupidity reigns, man. I, I'm just shocked. <laughs> why, why yeah, yeah, was no. before? we are considering the bubbles right now really yeah good oh, idea yeah. guys oh, not now oh yeah so what, not, like, what how
1: long is it taking to put this together now because yeah you guys exactly. think about as i said we said it then we talked about this and i said the other day so what is it the major league baseball remember cam we laughed at their sorry asses a couple of weeks ago Major League yep. Baseball's preferred plan is to play in their stadium starting July 4th. Yeah, how's that looking? Rid- ridiculous. How's that? How, how are you doing with that? It's,
2: it's humanly
1: impossible. Like you, said, like you said, I can smoke an ounce of weed a day and still run these leagues better than these clowns. You Wait, I honestly don't, like, don't understand like how stupid they are. No, no like I, at some point, it's like, whatever, guys. You're morons. And I actually believe this, Kev. I believe that the, we all know the major league baseball owners, they don't really want to play. They don't care. Right. It's like, whatever. We're just trying to screw the players. Anyways, there was a report the other day that it was upwards of eight owners. Now are like, screw it. We don't even want to do this. We don't even care if we do this. I think a lot of these owners, they'll say, you know what? People won't blame us for stopping the sport and this will never work. Anyways. We won't even have to pay them. How the hell are they going to put everyone there? Cam? Okay these teams right now only have 10 guys there or you know six pitchers or a couple of dudes hanging out and they all already get it what the hell's gonna happen when they all go back there and they're not even in quarantine they're not in a bubble and then oh yeah we're just gonna travel around everywhere and uh, yeah let's
2: remember this it's a joke yeah, bro and it's, said, it's not yes, no. it's not physically possible to do they're morons exactly we said this a while ago and baseball by your negotiations and waiting to the last minute to basically the 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 owners were waiting out the players. We had they had a window, Gabe, that was so small to make this maybe a success. Maybe it could go through. After today's news, Phillies, Jays, other people, it's over. Like now, you don't have that time. You're waiting on your sixty-game schedule. your are seventy. We'll cut it in half. It's sixty-five. Yeah. Now and people with all will the say nineteen stuff. It's not happening, man. It's, it's And you it's get done. the
1: idiots out there that say, oh, they're young athletes, it's fine. Yeah, whatever. All right, some no. of them will be fine, some of them won't be. And, and the thing is, it's like whether they're going to be fine or not, it's another 14 days they can't be around people, jackass. Like, exactly. Do all right, so get everybody back. What happens when the Los Angeles Dodgers get back together? And oh, 13 of them have it. Oh, well, that's tough. Yeah, well, all right, it's tough. And then suddenly, what, yep. it's a bunch of minor leaguers playing for the Dodgers? I don't think people, yep. like, People just don't think anymore, Ken. They don't think. No, they don't. Like, you need, like, the NBA players, the NBA had a good idea. They took too long. And I said it at the time, too. They left themselves too many things that could happen badly. You know what I mean? In between now and July 31st, I was like, remember at the time we were at Stewart Studios. I said, guys, I said the the, the NBA finals are scheduled to be played in 132 days. We've only been in lockdown for 90-plus days, Ken. Think about the perspective of that. So, you're telling me that what the hell is going to happen between now and October the 12th? Like, you should have come back, bing, fast tournament in Vegas. None of this, oh, we're yes. going to play eight games in a season and come back. It's like, oh, God. And now, and, you know, did oh, yeah. that. Yep. and Trump is blaming Fauci, right? Fauci's not the commissioner oh, so of the NFL. I won't watch the Don't NFL. You? Whatever. Don't worry, yeah, Mr. Like... President. At this rate, there won't be the NFL. All right?
2: Yeah. You keep on denying that there's a problem. You're not going to have NFL for years. So use your damn head and stop being stupid about it. Fauci is just a guy that goes out and says, "Here is the scenario." I am a doctor. You are not a doctor, and I will give you scenarios that make more sense. As for, th- I will say this about the NBA though: when you look at all the leagues, er- ever since the uh, Gobert incident, Gabe. We don't have COVID-19 there too. But if I was if I was a a player, I'd be absolutely scared. Baseball's ravaged with now. Hell, it seems like everybody in the NFL's got it right now. And now hockey's starting to get it too. Tampa Bay, Austin Matthews, and the other people. But if I was an NBA player, you damn right I'd be scared. What's gonna happen with my health down the line? Do I really want to risk this stuff? You're going to be away from families. There's so many things going on. And the thing is, how do you play a game when in the back of your mind you're frightened all the time, that at any moment it can change? It's it's not a comfortable atmosphere to perform. Yeah, and they you're going to be
1: worried about your family uh, yes. as well while, while you're in this yep. bubble, uh, in this uh, quarantine, some of these uh, players. So, all right, let's get into this golf. So me and Cam talked about Webb Simpson a lot last week. Cam repeated, you know what? He's going to bounce back in a big way. He has. He was 30-1. to It was bet down to 23-1. to He's now leading uh, the tournament by one shot in the clubhouse after two rounds. He's um, minus 12 through two. We talked about DeChambeau, man. This guy has just been unbelievable. Five of the last six events that he's been in, he's finished in the top 10. He was plus 175, top 10. He's in second place right now. He's the favorite at plus 400 to win uh, over at FanDuel. Now, plus 400 for uh, DeChambeau. Webb Simpson also plus 400. Co-favorite, uh, plus 400 uh, right now. So they're at the top of the leaderboard. Then we get into the Canadian that you and I talked about on Sports Rage late night, actually. And I like that top 10 prop. I brought it up. I said, hey, guys, Corey Connors plays right well at this course. And uh, he's like plus 800 to be the top, top 10. Man, I didn't think he was going to be top two because right now, Corey Connors is only one shot off camp, 11 under. Talk to me about uh, Corey Connors. And I know a lot of average sort of, you know, casual golf fans don't really know the guy. Hardcore golf fans know the guy, but
2: he's not a household name by any stretch of the imagination. No, he, he, but the thing is, Gabe, he has a complete game uh, just from outside uh, where you were staying with the band Homicide from the Kitchener area. Uh, hits it well off the tee, hits it straight. He's got a very – very the thing that slows him down is the putter, but he's really, really worked at it. And let's remember something. People don't know. Corey Connors won a tournament. He's not just some guy that's been there. A young guy, he came out of nowhere and won in Texas at like 80-1. to So for all you guys, I'm telling you, the Canadian golfers are very, very underrated. Adam Hadwin has game. He shot a five or six under today. He's kind of middle of the pack. He might make some noise over the weekend. Corey Connors is right in the mix. Mackenzie Hughes is playing well. He's he's eight under, so I'm going to tell you, Gabe. Like you're not going to get a price on Corey Connors, but watch out for him in the future, especially on courses that you have to hit the ball straight. He's got a really nice driver game. All right, we'll go over
1: the uh, we'll go over some of these golfers. I'll give you my UFC picks as well. The next segment, we'll just start firing off picks. Mick Ossie's going to join us after that. We'll get into some AFL. So yeah, Deschambault is plus four hundred. Webb Simpson is plus four hundred. Brooks Koepka, uh right now eleven to one. Matthew Fitzpatrick is twelve to one. Corey Connors, who we just talked about one shot off the pace, fourteen to one. Dustin Johnson is twenty to one. Abraham Answer twenty seven to one. Answer is playing well right now. He's in the mix. He is. Ian Poulter is twenty seven to one. Tony Finau is twenty seven to one. We'll see uh, who Cam likes on the board. And don't forget, we got the NASCAR race as well. We'll get you the updated NASCAR uh, odds and I'm sure before we're done in the next uh, 30-40 minutes somebody else will test positive for coronavirus game time continues (laughs) Corral on the bench I cannot get enough of open mic night at the golf course and the OK Corral and golfers
0: dropping bombs on the course it's fantastic it's better than the Bundesliga with all the German cussing I'm hearing The Sports Grid Network (laughs)
2: Watching sports grid.
0: Get on the grade.
2: Hey everybody, Cam Stewart here with your sports grid news and betting update. You want that capping edge? Get on the grid. Horrible day for sports guys. All leagues: MLB, NFL, NHL, the PGA, all testing positive for coronavirus. First off, in baseball, five players on the Phillies and three staff members testing positive at their facility in Clearwater. The Blue Jays were hanging around them. They have a guy who has COVID-19 as well, so their facilities have been closed today. Florida reporting over 3,800 new cases. That is a single-day record. And now MLB, this. Brand Breaking news considering a bubble scenario with all the positive COVID tests today. That's if, even if they're going to play baseball and hockey. The Tampa Bay Lightning have shut down their training facility in phase two of the NHL's return to play plan after multiple people in the organization tested positive. NHL training camp set to open up July 10th and Toronto Maple Leafs star Austin Matthews, he tested positive today. Dana White on top of the issue, he says uh, with all the positive cases exploding today, he's getting ready for his promotion for another lockdown scenario member of the San Francisco 49ers also on the list with COVID-19 multiple Houston Texans and Dallas Cowboys got it a few days ago including Zeke Elliott Uh, Rather than the bubble uh, suggestion by Dr. Fauci, the NFL is designing an ecosystem model for each of their belief. It'll help prevent the coronavirus throughout the league. This from Alan Sills. He's the chief medical officer for the NFL. He says he's still optimistic they will kick off in the fall, but he says it won't be football as usual. I'm not sure about that. President Trump calling out Dr. Fauci today. Uh, Dr. Fauci said he was very skeptical about the NFL returning, but Trump says don't worry about it. They're planning a safe and controlled opening. Expects the league to kick off in the fall. He adds if players don't stand for the anthem, he won't be watching NFL football games. And in college news, uh, Game Marenzi broke this one. 28 players from Clemson with coronavirus. We had 13 from the Texas Longhorn team the other day. Absolutely insanity. An eighth team reportedly for Jamal, Charles, uh, Jamal Adams on his wish list. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady have made a list so you can add Tampa to the Cowboys, Ravens, Texans, Chiefs, Eagles, Niners and Seahawks in the team that the All-Pro Jet Safety wants to play for. Some good news on the hardwood Golden State Warriors star Clay Thompson he's been cleared to train without restrictions on his left knee. He'll be a full participant for summer activities. NCAA announcing today that he expanded the Confederate flag policy. Mississippi won't be able to host any championship events because they have a Confederate emblem on their flag and we have a uh, live golf action we talked about it we'll go over the live bets but round two of the pga's rbc heritage delayed only a couple holes left for the guys from hilton head south carolina webb simpson the leader at 12 under d chambeau just one shot off the pace. nick watney has coronavirus i'm cam stewart now back to gabe moretzi on game time decisions
1: game time decisions continues i am already throwing down with a raging redhead cam stewart who just got us caught up to date and he brought up uh, that the uh, the state of Mississippi will not be allowed to host any NCAA championship events um, until they change their state flag that has a, a Confederate yep. flag on their state flag. Their state flag, one of the corners of it, is, uh, is a Confederate yep. flag. And I'm thinking, Cam, can it be a more toothless, spineless, useless threat? When's the last time the final forecast been in Mississippi, bro? It's a great point. <laughs> they, they have problems. But you got you to got okay. miss in Mississippi well, State. The There's no championship, championship there. there. The SEC conference <laughs> championship football game in Mississippi. They don't even have any championship <laughs> there. No. Mississippi. All oh, right. Uh, we we, we went went to have championships. Yeah. It's like, no, you really we went want to do it. you don't change a flag. We're kicking you out of the SEC. They'll change that's, a flag. That's a threat. threat. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? But, like, it's bogus. It's like the it's like the NFL. Suddenly the NFL. The NFL is going to start selling like NFL Black Lives Matters hats, soon. I guarantee you. The NFL is going to cash in and start selling money. They're going to start trying to make money off it. But, like, the NFL is suddenly this big progressive league now, suddenly. Yet they still have the name of Washington Redskins. Yeah. Like, they're full of crap. Everyone's just full of crap. Everyone's a hypocrite. They you all suck. All right? So, uh, anyways, let's get into the Belmont, uh, baby. Let's talk some Belmont uh, here, Cam. And... Yeah. Let's get into the one horse here. We'll blast through it again. Tap it to win. Six to one. John Velasquez. And, you know um, and you know, I, I know you're a start. fan of the trainer. Woodbine. Some local connections here. Me and Cam. Mark Cassie. Horse. Yeah, Mark Cassie over at Woodbine. Our horse, Conflict Diamond, ran at uh, Woodbine. Not well, but we ran there. Uh, world-class track. So a little, little local, you know. I'm buying in here, and I'm going to tell you, I'm starting to buy out. I'm starting to sell another horse here, but what's your what's your
2: take now on the one horse? Tap it to win, 6-1. to one. You know what, Gabe? Since we had Lindsey on, I did a little bit uh, d- digger-deeping, and John Velasquez had a couple chances of mounts that he turned down for Tap it to win. Also, looking at the numbers, when I won an Equibase today, this horse's numbers are fantastic, and now that the race is a mile and an eighth, he could go wire to wire. I like Soleil Volarte, but I also like Tap It to Win. Those are my two horses. I'm going to fade Tis the Law and only put him in exactas and tries and hope that he finishes third so I can get a huge payday with a nine to two and a six to one in this type of field and blow up the tote board pretty good. Because if that happens, if either of those horses wins at that price and they finish one two, we'll make good money on like a $10 exacto. You'll make a killing. I'm in. I think this horse could win. I'm betting it, Gabe. Watch out for Tap It to Win. That's my horse that I'm really, really starting to feel. I don't think the horse is going to win. Personally, in my
1: own opinion, I don't think the horse is going to win, but I think I can feel this horse coming in third. I, I think he's worth it's worth putting in your trifectas, your 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 pick fours, etc. Um, I think he's in the mix. I think he's in the mix, uh, but I don't think he has the speed ultimately. I think we're looking at a third or a fourth place finish. That's just my opinion. Uh, would would happen to win, but this next horse cab too trendy right now. So right, it's Soleil Vellante. Soleil Vellante oh, no. sounds like a trendy restaurant that you know you and I would it be does. out in. So <laughs> going to Soleil Volante
2: tonight? What? So, sounds like that. Was there. Sounds like that wine bar that you went to in Vancouver when you couldn't find a good sports bar. We have well, that a is the US uh, uh, yeah. The uh, I went
1: to the Blue Water Cafe. It was called.
2: Oh, cafe.
1: I walked past it when I was sober the other day. I was like, man, I can't believe they let me in. I actually looked nice. at the place. So I, was so, I was like, "I was like, that's the place I went to." I was like, "Wow!" But um, I dress up well, Cam. When I'm, you know what I mean, I roll in. I, I, yeah, you got some new shirts for sure. Yeah, I got that. Uh, new, new new shirts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> something Cam does not have.
2: No, no, <laughs> I, right. I do not spend my money on new shirts. I spend it on food. Um, all right, so Soleil Volante.
1: I'm out. Good horse. I'm out. Okay. Too trendy. I'm out, Cam. You know what my deal with this horse is? He's been at least eight and a half lengths back in every race that he's been in. It's a dangerous way to make a living, Cam. And I know, you know, know, the fact that it's not a mile and a half anymore takes away a little bit of his closing ability a little bit. I know it's still a mile and eight, but still. And he's not coming back. He's been coming back, but he's not coming back on horses as good as tis the law, bro. Like, that's the way I look at this. I don't – listen, he's a big closer, Ken. You're you're gambling here because you know it's after the first few turns, he's not even going to be on the street. And then it's going to be one of those, here he comes late. That's his thing, guys. Every race, they hold him back and he comes. Eight and a half lengths, he's been back in every race he's been in it at some point.
2: That's a risky pick there, Ken, but you like him. It is. It is. I also got a good number, and I'm not sounding like Cohen or Babana or whatever. Like, I got this number a long time ago, and I bet it at 9. But I don't like that he raced last week, Ken. He raced seven he looked, days ago. I know he did at Gulfstream, and I watched the race against Contenders, Gabe. He beat two, like, world-class horses. Ette Indian was there. This horse made a move, and it was the exact same length. The exact same length. Ette Indian is a quality horse, too. Like, as good as some of the horses in this field, if not better. He made a move, came out of the sky, won in the stretch. If Luca panici the jockey that they're actually bringing over from Gulfstream to New York because he knows his horse very well, plays his cards right, he can win the race. Am I concerned it's a trendy pick? Yes. He has to make his move perfectly. You can't wait too long or you're not going to get it. He might have to be a little more aggressive before he puts the horse into gear. But be, let me tell you something, too. It's exactly what you talked about and Lindsey talked about it. He is peaking at the right time, though, Gabe. If you talk about those horses, sometimes you got to get the motor running. In the last few races, he has been a lot better and hot. That's why I like this horse. I think he's still dangerous and can win.
1: Max player, 15 to one. Uh, the three horse, Joel Rosario, that's, trained by Linda Rice. Uh, yeah, great trainer, trainer, Linda Rice. Uh, good, great jockey yeah. too, at Joel Rosario. Uh I the only problem with this horse, Cam, it's funny. We were talking the last horse we were talking about, Sole uh, Soleil Vellante raced last week. Um, Max Player hasn't raced in four and a half
2: months. Mm, freshened. Uh, he might yeah, be fresh. fresh.
1: but uh, usually it takes a race or two to come back. Uh, it's it's tough, yeah. man. It's tough. It um is. Uh, so originally scheduled to run at a wood memorial, uh, shut down due to the uh the coronavirus. I I'm not I'm not, I'm out. I'm out as far as Max Player is concerned. but let's get into Modernist here, Cam, okay? trained by Bill Mott. Um, Great of course, creator. last uh, last year won the Kentucky Derby. Modern has won the Grade Two right? Rising uh, star Stakes in February. Got got uh, blown away in the Louisiana Derby. I, I tell you, um, it seems some people seem to have him in the exotics, right? It seems to be a trendy horse yeah. here. I'm not buying in though, Cam. I'm going to pass on the four horse.
2: I I have a soft spot in my heart for Junior Alvarado. He's much better on turf than dirt, though. I cashed in a a horse with him at 7-1 to again on turf. Tell you guys, if you're listening to this program and you see Junior Alvarado as a dog on turf, just sprinkle on it. He's just one of those guys. He's a great turf rider. Dirt, I'm not so... He's not as good, but I will say this. The horse could be there, Gabe, but I just can't bet everybody. That's the thing. Like, we have to talk about unit sizes, there's nothing worse. Yeah, you talked about Gene Simmons. Hey, I won. I got, a, I got a ticket on every horse. Well, that's not the way to win money. You have to knock out horses or you got to put this one in the three or four hole because I'm going to have to do some creative uh, tries and superfectus because you can't put every horse in or the ticket's going to cost you 200 bucks. I got to knock it down to about you know $60 or something like that, right? But I'm going to have to probably pass on this horse.
1: You know, this next horse, Cam, you know, I got to start liking some horses. I'm I'm, I'm pretty on negative Nate right now. Pass, pass. I'm like one of those old school guys that like the racing for toss out, scratch, not a chance. Toss. Yeah. Toss. (laughs) I love that term. Toss it. (laughs) Toss him. Yep. Um, Toss it out. Farmington Road. You know what? Farmington Road. He had a rough. I uh, like that. He had the cleanest ride at Arkansas. And he still ended up fourth. This horse has talent, Cam. I don't know if he's got this type of talent to win a, uh, a triple crown race in Belmont like this, but I like him better than a lot of these other horses we're talking about. I think Farmington Road's going to be in my uh, my trifecta. This, this horse is in the mix of five horses.
2: I agree. I'm going to have to pay a little bit more. Farmington Road, remember when I bet that horse? He was actually one of the best horses in the race. He had a horrible trip. He got caught up in traffic, and then he made his move, and he finished fourth, almost third, got nipped at the wire. If that didn't happen, he would have been right there in that race. I think Farmington Road is better than what people think. I think this race will be fine for him. The distance is over. Okay. Same by Todd Fletcher, a, Cam, too. No oh, New Yorker. Yeah, Tom, right? Tom, Most, Come on. Todd no Fletcher. New Yorker,
1: no Belmont yeah. inside out. Have your cast
2: yeah, Castellano, another great jock. That's why I'm coming back to the one tap it to win with Johnny Velasquez, another New York guy who gets to pick the horse that he likes. I think the, I think you can't overlook those facts. I agree with you. I think that horse has to be played in tries and supers.
1: Uh, yeah, fifteen one, Farmington Road jockey Heinrich Castellano, trained of course by the the legend Todd uh, Pletcher. Six horse, four left. Um, Doug O'Neill, the trainer. Oh, so. D- and this his horse wins. Horse. You know, as soon as the the Stewart, see, oh, Doug O'Neill, huh? They're like, what's stable? You know right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go check out stable number nine, huh? Go check bar nine and test that horse. Like, uh, all kidding aside, he's coming in from the United Emirates. He's running over on Fight Island with Dana White. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I'm
2: going to throw this horse, toss this horse out the window. But if he... Yes. can't be a fun Beat trip it. for
1: this horse from the United Emirates. Even though you know yeah. it's first
2: class, he flies better than we. Do. I hate to say it. Doug's probably got some good medicine for that horse. And if he finishes top four, I'm going to be very skeptical. But I'm tossing him. Jungle Runner.
1: That's the, the long shot. Yeah.
2: Jungle <laughs> Jungle Boy
1: Gutierrez, trained by Steve Asmuth, said, "What do you make of uh, uh, What do you make of this one? Get this, Ken. He finished 22 lengths behind Charlton.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah." Uh, I'm tossing that horse. I like Steve Asmussen as a as a trainer, but pass. No, that horse has to go.
1: All right, we'll get into the eight and the nine horses uh, and the ten horses uh, on the other side, uh, and we'll get into uh, we'll get into one of the favorites. I will tell you what I like about Farmington Road too. Farmington Road, son of 2009 Florida Derby winner Quality Road, who I'm always a yes. big winner of the Florida Derby winners. Game time since continues Game time decisions continues. I am Gabriel Redson. We're kicking it with the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart, uh, right now. We still have a couple of more horses to get to as far as the Belmont Stakes uh, is concerned. Uh, we got <coughs> up to uh, four left, the six horse. We got Jungle Runners, 50-1. to one. Tis the Law, the eight horse, is the favorite winner of the Florida Derby. Um, I like Tis the Law. The only, the, the, the Tis the Law is the only um, horse in the race, guys, with a grade one stakes win under his belt. He's got not one, but two of them uh, already. He is the best horse. There are some other good ones. We're getting a doctor post. I think doctor post might be flying under the radar uh, a little bit um, when we're yeah. talking about the, uh, the nine horse, but we'll get back to that. Let's uh, let's blast through some AFL picks right now with uh, Mick Aussie who joins us uh, from the back of the squad car. Mick Aussie steps up and then, Oh no, wait, he's fishing. Look at, look at Mick. Oh, Nice. Catch We're a big gonna, one. What's going on, Mick? We, we, You're you, you, you hunting
2: for alligators there. What's going on? Yeah, what's going on there? You got swamp wars. Well, yeah, yeah,
1: there's swamp. Yeah,
0: I, I, escaped, I, I escaped the cop car, and I'm out in the scrub, in the lakes with the ducks here in Edmonton. I wanted to show you some beautiful scenery of Edmonton, Gabe, seeing you diss this great city. Well, I'm out hunting I didn't diss ducks, the city. Mate, duck hunting. I didn't diss it. I just said
1: NHL players don't want to live there.
2: I didn't diss it. Hey, I love <laughs> Edmonton, baby. That was my home base when I lived in the Arctic, man. I, I was just dreaming to get down to Edmonton, Gabe, and go well, to why the why West Edmonton Mall. You love <laughs> it so much. Why don't you move there? I would. If it's got Wi-Fi, <laughs> yeah. I'll move there. Nobody's so. stopping you. <laughs> Nobody's stopping you. <laughs> I think I'm moving to Fort Erie, though. That's, uh, that's my type of town. Real cheap. You're not anyway, moving anywhere. Anyway. Look at Mick. It's like, it's like, we're, it's like we're wildlife with Mick, man. I'm waiting for like, a awesome.
1: bear to attack. I want like, a I bear love to it. come up behind him and like, arr, arr. <laughs> All
2: right, Mick. Well, I don't know how you're going to do this, buddy. You got AFL picks for us? You're in the middle of the woods in a swamp. Look, he's, gotta- <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's a paper my way, Gabe,
1: old school. All right, Mick. Paper. Listen, I got to be honest, Mick. I guess it was my karma. Yeah. I made fun of uh, Adelaide so much last week. That those wanker West Coast Eagles lost by 44 freaking points to the Gold Coast Suns. That's an embarrassment. It was a disgrace. That's like the worst loss of, since I've been a West Coast Eagle fan, that's our worst loss since I've been following. And it cost me like $342 as well. I'm still disgusted by it.
0: Absolutely. They were favoured by 32 points, so that's like a 76-point turnaround. They were a disgrace. It just shows how much of sport is mental. They had to move up to the Gold Coast into the hub in a fancy hotel. There was no excuse, but that said, I think they will bounce back this week. But yes, there's some crazy upsets last week, and the first two games so far in Round 3 have been massive upsets. it's very hard to predict this post-COVID-19 break.
1: All right, so let's let's get into the picks uh, here, Mick. So let's start off. North Melbourne and uh, Sydney. North Melbourne, all lines courtesy of FanDuel. North Melbourne, minus 184 on the money line. Sydney, the Swans, plus 150. Who do you like,
0: Mick? Who's going to win? I like the Roos to win, the Kangaroos. The Kangaroos are on fire. They smashed the GWS Giants last week in Sydney. They're tough. They go hard at the ball. Their new coach has done very well. And Ben Cunnington, love that name. He is tough around the ball. they got big Ben Brown at full forward. They are looking good. I like them to win and win well against the Swans who are in a rebuild they got a couple of good plays, but the big buddy Franklin's still out injured. So take the roos to win, but it's been crazy. So don't bet too much.
1: It's ten and a half. The point spread's ten and a half in that game. I like North the Melbourne kangaroos
2: are good to me. I bet them the other time. They were huge dogs and they won outright. I'm I'm on them. I'm I'm on the kangaroos. I'm with you, man. That's, that's your team, Cam. The roos. Yeah yeah I also have to like the Hawthorne Hawks because uh, as we said you guys gave me that team. Yeah, yeah. They actually won as an underdog as well uh, the last game after getting smoked. So yeah, we're on it. A- yeah, I like yeah. the Kangaroos though. They're good.
1: Okay. Uh, so I think I think the Roos are going to win as well North Melbourne. All right. So Collingwood. Collingwood is minus 210 against the St Kilda Saints uh here. What do you make of this one uh Mick Collingwood? Um uh, call actually you what, know what are, are they going to bounce back? What do you make of this one?
0: Oh, very interesting. They had a draw the first week, as you know, with the reigning premiers, the Tigers, and a very low-scoring game. The Saints were the underdogs against the Dogs and had a big win. So the Saints are on the up. However, I do like the Magpies. And your mate Jaden Stevenson is back in. Remember him? He placed a few bets last year and got suspended for like 10 (laughs) games. He's a beautiful little forward player, quick and a goal sneak. I like the Magpies to win, but our big mate Mason Cox can't get a game at the moment with the shorter quarters. They're sticking with smaller players, but he'll be back in before long. I like the Magpies, but be careful. The Saints had a big win last week.
1: Mason Cox, former Oklahoma State uh, basketball player, now plays in the AFL. Uh, Geelong Cats, minus 500 against the Carlton Blues. What do you make of this one? Geelong should win. Uh, Geelong seemed like good parlay material here, Mick. You know what? A Geelong North Melbourne parlay pays uh, hey, minus 117, or as you say, Mick, a multi. What do, what do you think multi. of uh, the Geelong Cats and the Carlton Blues?
0: Geelong Cats in the Carlton. Mate, mate, the the Geelong, better team, way better team in Geelong. They smashed the Hawks last week, and then the Hawks went and and beat the Tigers Thursday night. So you never know. The Blues are on the rebuild. I like the...
2: the... It
1: sounds
0: like he likes the Cats. Uh,
2: He looks like a demon. That's awesome. I, I think a bear got him. Yeah, finally, like if the bear's going to yeah. attack him,
1: I want to see it on film. It. <laughs> like, you all right, Mick? You, you, you got attacked by a you bear? Okay, out buddy. There. Oh, there he is. Hey, the snake, snakes, bears. What do you got out there?
2: Yeah. Kangaroos, no poisonous. <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking uh, more of a mountain lion, Gabe. Uh, I, I'd see like a like a lynx yeah, yeah, or something exactly. uh, prowling around the area. Like a, a bear, he wouldn't like. You know what I mean? They're kind of in the woods waiting for night of the blue some like fast, a just coo- pissed off fox yeah, and run cougar. by, and bite him in the leg. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Mountain cats, mountain cats. Those mountain cats uh, are links. smart, man. They hang out. Uh, oh, links. they're yeah, they're so yes. dangerous, man. They just hang out in the rocks and they wait for you to make turn your back and then they'll fly at you. They they can really jump too. Mean cats. So yeah, the Geelong cats they're going to win against uh,
1: Carlton, Brisbane and West Coast. This is interesting. West Coast, uh, West Coast are struggling so far this year.
2: Isn't that um,
1: your team? Yeah, yeah, they are. A little, little bit uh They're dogs. of right now. They actually are dogs after last week's embarrassing, uh, embarrassing game. I'm not ready to go back to them, though. I don't really trust them. Gold Coast and Adelaide's a train wreck. Gold Coast coming off their big upset win. Adelaide are terrible. Man, it's a tough week this week. Essendon and Melbourne. Uh, Essendon minus 128 against uh, the Demons. Melbourne plus 106. Fremantle and uh, Port Adelaide. You know, Cam, I like the original first two picks here. G-Long and North yep. Melbourne. That's a, that's a winner, buddy.
2: That's a I winner, like buddy, right there. Bet, Minus 117. I'm, I'm betting on North Melbourne. I'm betting on North Melbourne. Hey, and remember, guys, all the other games, they start 2:30, uh, five in the morning, Collingwood, St. Kilda. The Melbourne game is tonight, 11.45 p.m. Uh, our time, 8.45 yeah. your time, your time, Gabe.
1: Yeah, exactly. Pretty early for me, suddenly, 8.45. That's what a. I'm so saying, up. man.
2: You got to pay attention to the start times of these games because they're like they they have a late game and then an early start and stuff like that. Always check, always check. All right, and so it's not that it's not that bad actually. So
1: North Melbourne, as you stated, it's eleven forty-five, a little earlier than usual, guys. Actually, they moved it up a little bit for American television. Um, Yeah, eleven. Usually, they started like twelve forty-five, so they moved it up an hour. Um, So eleven forty-five Eastern start time tonight for North Melbourne and Sydney. First leg of the parlay, we'll get in on the kangaroos. Yes, that's actually their name, the North Melbourne kangaroos. Yep. And then the Geelong-Cat game, the Geelong-Cat game as it is, at 5.40 in the morning Eastern time. So that's not bad. You get your late-night game. You can stay up all night if you're partying, or you can wake up, and then in the morning, all right, did I win? And uh, Geelong should beat uh, Carlton. All right, do we have Mick? Um, do we have Mick's best bets? Mick? We've only got a yeah, minute and okay. a couple of minutes left here. What do you got for
0: us, Mick? All right. I don't know what happened there. My phone reception is strong. I like the multi. You've mentioned a couple of them. I like the magpies, the cats, and the pap smear powers on a multi. Combo plays plus 121. Add the kangaroos plays plus 244. And then add the bombers as well. The bombers should win, and they play. Uh, they play the demon, so the bombers are on the up. I like them to win as well, mate.
1: So what are you gonna do after, Mick? Are you gonna go fish
0: for golf balls in the water there? Well, we know clam chat. We know that um, madness is back. He's a chicken farmer. He wants to uh, hang out with koalas. This is the only koala bear that Madness will ever hang around with. So I'm gonna go get some more animals for Madness's farm out in the outskirts of Montreal. Yeah,
2: that's some scary stuff.
1: That's some uh, yeah. He chickens?
2: Oh, that's fantastic. I'd be, I'd go. Hey, where are the chickens, buddy? Let's rock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mick. Um a lot of these games this week, Mick. A lot of these
1: games, Mick, before we get you out of here, I was just saying a lot of really evenly matched games, like the Bombers and yes. the Demons, minus one twenty eight, and Melbourne's plus one hundred six. Um how about um I was talking, Mick, before we get you out of here, my West Coast Eagles, they're actually underdogs against Brisbane. What's up with that game? Who do you like there? Yes, I
0: actually went the underdog. I think the Eagles will bounce back. They got uh, McGoverns out, the star defender. He got reported for one week, but they're settled in. They've been up in the hub for over a week now. The Lions are a good team, so very close game. I think the Eagles might just get over that one because they're a very good team. They had a hiccup last week, so that Coach Simpson will be ripping into the players this week, and they're all settled into a beautiful hotel.
1: Uh, great stuff, Mick Aussie. Stay safe, uh, Mick, and as we see, Mick is socially distancing uh, himself. Yes. Um, as From I everyone. say, like, I hope Mick I hope stays safe, but nothing would be better, like I said. If, like, some, like, like you said, cat some mountain, like, cougar or lynx just came yeah. up, like, just crept up behind him. Yeah, right mountain now. cat. <laughs> yeah, just, like, <laughs>
2: nice and slow, just sort of looking at him. Like, yeah, it takes a chunk out of his leg. Oh, jeez. Oh, mate, oh, I didn't see the cats. The one oh. thing with Mick, you never know what you're going to get
1: with this guy. Huh? Back of cars, yeah, like, geez, I like, in it. the middle of the woods, like...
2: I enjoyed it. I really thought the woods was cool. Like, we see the car in the woods. You're very creative, Gabe, uh, as our guests. Most guys just kind of stay in the same spot. He likes to roam. I gotta
1: tell you, yeah, like some of our guests uh, have, a, have a hard time uh, connecting with us from their basement. Mikasi's out in the wilderness connecting with us right now. And, um, like, when when his Skype froze, he goes, I don't know what happened. He goes, my phone's usually pretty good. I was gonna tell him, it's not on you. <laughs> i <laughs> <laughs> no, wasn't on you <laughs> but uh great show uh, uh great uh great show uh tonight so uh, we got we're gonna come back on the other side we're gonna blast through the picks. okay put yep. your weekend picks yep. together whatever you want to get off your chest yep. ufc nascar golf i've got mine we're gonna yep. line it up and we'll have a couple of minutes and then boom bang 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 bada boom bada boom and uh, we'll, got uh, we'll rattle them off. NASCAR UFC. I do like Curtis Blades to win. Joey's concerning me about this going to distance now, but I don't think it's going to go the distance. Curtis Blades going to finish that fight, but we're going to put some in, in uh, we're going to put some blades in our park. NASCAR. Cam's going to get us some, uh, some RBC heritage uh, as well. Next time decisions continues All right, well, we've got a couple of minutes uh, left here. Shout out to everybody at Master Control. Great job uh, tonight. Let's get down to our picks. UFC Curtis Blades is going to win this fight. It's minus one ninety. Yep. If you want to get a piece of him to uh, to win inside the distance, Volkov is a very tough guy, but Blades is like a murderer. Like it's like amazing. The guy's not in jail. He's that violent. Like he's that good. Like, he went with Naganu hard cam. Like, this guy is a man, yeah. man. Like, you don't want to mess with Curtis Blades. <laughs> I like what he said. He goes, I'm going to ragdoll this guy. He goes, anyone that thinks this one like 25 minutes, it ain't happening. Uh, I think he ends up finishing him. So, I'll lay it to minus 190. And um, even though Joey's not in love with it, I do think that uh, Roosevelt Roberts is going to beat Jim Miller. I do like Ball Muhammad uh, in that fight to win. I'm going to stick with Josh Emmett as an underdog at plus 116, plus 118 Uh, there. NASCAR, NASCAR, we're going with Brad Keselowski and Denny Hamlin. So Keselowski is plus 850. Denny Hamlin is 10 to 1. Cam, what do you got for us for the RBC Heritage?
2: Yeah, first I'll start with NASCAR, Gabe, because I'm going to blow your mind. I'm taking uh, Kurt Busch at 16 to 1. Alex Bowman at 22 to one and Clint Boyer at 26 to one, top fives like with Almarola and Stenhouse Jr. for top fives as we talked to Steve Merrill about. MMA Van Buren Blades Parlayed. I'm going to take the Canadian Barrio at a pick'em. And I'm with you on Muhammad at minus 125. Guys, the golf tournament got suspended. If you want one guy that's flying under the radar, Matthew Fitzpatrick live at 12 to 1. Dustin Johnson live is 20 to 1. And I got two bombs for you. Finao at 27 and Justin Rose at 65 to 1, Marenzi. He's only six shots back.
1: Wow. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm not, I, you, know, you look at these guys at the top of the board, a lot of, a lot of golf left right now. Exactly. You know, I think
3: Brooks Koepka is going to be in the mix on Sunday. Keep your eye out for Brooks Koepka. Other than that, you're on your own. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.